shining a light on podcasts and videos that have caught our attention. The Spotlight with Jen Spiker. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. An opportunity today to continue some conversation about some of the biggest detail revealed about the future of Australia this week when the census detail was released. And of course, as you know, on this program we've been talking about how the numbers of those who identify as Christian has been lessened since the last census five years ago. In fact, quite a dramatic decrease. But not everyone thinks that is entirely bad. We're going to follow through some thoughts today with Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch who's been writing about the census and what that might mean for Australians this week. Bill's back with us. Bill, welcome back to 2020. Thanks again, Neil. Bill, on the face of it, the numbers look like a lowering of those who identify as Christians, that that would be a bad thing. Uh, There is a sense in which that tells its own story, but what are your thoughts about an upside in that? Yeah, well, there really is good and bad news, I think, in this. Uh, And my piece tries to go into detail about both. Uh, First, as probably most listeners know, uh, Christianity, around 44%. uh, No religion, around 39%. So, of course, all the atheists and secularists and media are playing up those numbers, Uh, but I make a a number of qualifications uh, so we can look at some of those in turn, I suppose. First of all, of course, there was only one optional question in the entire census, and that was the one on religion. So plenty of people simply wouldn't have bothered with it. However, we do know there was a very active no religion campaign being pushed by secular humanists. So they would have had real um, vested interests in certainly answering the question. So that whole uh, point uh, makes it, well, at best we can view the results with a grain of salt. They're probably not as accurate as they might be. But even if we take those numbers as more or less uh, correct, well, they don't mean that uh, Australia is now full of card-carrying atheists. I mean, the truth still is most people are spiritual or religious in one way or another, right? They could be fully into the New Age movement. Uh, Well, Buddhists, for example, don't even have to believe in God. So they could all check the no-religion box, but they can still be uh, far from atheists, far from hardcore materialists. So even there, it's not an accurate view of what's happening. But uh, as we'll probably discuss in more detail, the upside is simply that, well, this may separate the uh, wheat from the tares, you know, show us who the real deal believers are and weed out those who've simply identified as a Christian. Bill, if we're looking at similar research that would show that up to 15% of Australians actually do have a connection to a local church, and sometimes that figure is that people will attend church at least once in a month, there's that sort of Christian who attends church. Then there's the rest of those who we might describe as cultural Christians 
saying that they're Christian but have no connection with church and perhaps not even any deep faith. And then there are the rising number of people have no religion at all. So is it helpful here when the census has this sort of detail that sort of helps us to understand that this is the way the mix is? Well, the well, the, the, as I say, optional question and not a whole lot of ability to give any kind of detail to it. I mean, you had a few major, you know, Anglican, Catholic, and so on, where you could tick or you could tick other. Uh, but again, what you mean by religious, what you mean by no religion, um, I mean, well, this survey was taken, for example, last year when we were still at the height of COVID, you know, how many people were not going to any church uh, at the time when the survey was conducted. So uh, even that can maybe skew things a bit. But again, you and I would ask, well, what exactly is a Christian? Is it somebody who simply goes to church a few times a month, or is it more than that? Can you be a born-again, spirit-filled Christian who, for perhaps whatever reason, maybe isn't going to church where on, on the other hand, uh, you can have all kinds of, as you say, cultural Christians and those who are nominal Christians. They may go weekly just out of obligation or whatever, but at the end of the day may not be Christians at all. So the whole idea of, uh, you know, born-again, spirit-filled, uh, redeemed sinners, saved-by-grace kind of Christian, there's a big difference between those kind of people and what we've had really in the West for at least the past century, this kind of cultural Christianity where everybody more or less identified with the Christian religion, more or less accepted its major premises, but uh, didn't necessarily at all happen to be an actual Christian. Bill, at the turn of the 20th century, so we're talking 120 years ago, when the sorts of detail was taken about Australian population, virtually everybody identified as Christian. And when everyone identifies as Christian, that affects everything, the way the society runs, uh, the legal system, the way that we do government, the way that we have trust in business. There's a major, major issue when you start to get a watering down, as we saw over this last 120 years, where we've seen a rise in what we might even call now a secularization of Australia. And so a movement away from acknowledging that God is important in a culture. This is affecting things right now. Yeah, well, certainly is. And again, sociologists and others have been following these trends for many decades now. In fact, at one point, sociologists like Peter Berger and others had talked about this secularization thesis that it looked like the West really was home and hosed in terms of secularism, that religion really was dying out. He later and others basically recanted and said, no, we got this wrong. Uh, not just the West, but the world over is deeply religious. Again, they can come in different forms and varieties, but the idea that there's going to be some mammoth wave of atheism and agnosticism, well, it was force-fed on people, right, in uh, the Soviet Union, churches closed, priests and pastors killed, religion basically made illegal. Uh, but that, after 70-odd years, certainly did not kill off Christianity. So, yeah, there's a secularization trend in the West, which is being offset by a, a more of a trend to Christianity in the developing world. So, yeah, things change, things come and go. 
But uh, people are, well, as we believe, they're made in God's image, so they're always going to have a God-shaped vacuum in their lives, and it's always going to be filled one way or another, whether with all kinds of counterfeit spiritualities, new age, and so on, or something. But, uh, you know, we're not going to get rid of this religious impulse that easily. Lots of evidence, Bill, that in nations where they have turned their back on the things that made society livable, that come with Christianity, uh, there is lots of evidence and uh, sociologist research that shows those things. You've made some reference to some writings from the author called Rodney Stark and uh, documenting evidence that religion has been good for society. Yeah, that's right. Um, really a two-part article I did on this, the the good news in a sense that, again, we're separating the wheat from the tares, maybe a sifting uh, going on, which is a good thing, weeding out those who are just nominal believers and getting the real deal rising to the surface. So that's a good thing. But then the second half of my piece, I look at really the bad side. If the atheists are gloating and celebrating and salivating that, you know, whoopee, Christianity is coming to an end. Well, they better slow down. It's actually not such good news. So, yeah, there's been plenty of studies to show a real correlation between religion and the well-being of a society. And, yeah, Rodney Stark has been one of them. He's written at least a half dozen books on this very issue, uh, which I have, all those six, seven, eight books of his. He did a volume back in 2012 called America's Blessings, and that was all about the correlation between America being such an unusually religious people and all the great social goods that America has experienced, certainly compared to more secular, say, the European nations. So he goes through and lists, you know, point after point in great detail, reference, all the data is there. Basically, religious people, at least in America, are less likely to commit crimes. They're more likely to be better mental and physical health, less suicide, uh, more likely to marry, less likely to divorce, um, less likely to abuse their wives and children, uh, even better sex lives, on and on and on it goes, uh, where he documents there is a real connection if those who have religion, and he's probably thinking primarily of Christianity, which would be the main religion in America, and all these tremendous social goods. So for the atheists to applaud and cheer and say, yay, we're getting rid of Christianity, well, as... Um, as uh, Stark says, basically, uh, this religion we've had in America has been good for everybody, even for atheists. So don't cheer this so fast, because you're really going to see in many ways a rise in what we are seeing, a rise in crime, a rise in suicide, drug abuse, uh, social decay, marriage and family breakdown. That does tend to go along almost hand in hand with the erosion of faith. So uh, unless you think it's great to have all this rise in crime and suicide and so on, you shouldn't be so excited about seeing Christianity decline in the West. For those who are listening to our conversation today, Bill, the thought that there needs to be even a redoubling of effort 
our own devotional lives, examining our own hearts and understanding that there is, as you describe, a mixed bag. There is some bad news in the lowering of numbers because of the tremendous social benefits that Christianity brings to a culture. But there is that level of good news that sorts out uh, the tears from the weeds in that sense and brings to the fore those believers who are rock solid. And uh, yes, there's a big responsibility on their shoulders. Well, again, we've talked about this before. Uh, You know, the Bible talks about it. Church history speaks to it. God always works through a remnant. That's usually how he goes. It's a minority of real deal Christians who get the job done, who are salt and light, who evangelize. So in a sense, there's nothing new here. That's always the way it works. And, of course, God always gets the glory and the credit. You know, if we got basically everybody being a Christian or at least claiming to be a Christian, well, we can say, oh, look at all of our efforts. But when you end up being a real clear minority and yet do so much good, both in terms of individual lives and in terms of a culture as a whole, well, you have to give God the credit. So there is good news here. In fact, I end my piece with a, you know, pretty much of a what we all should uh, take away from this. A census really doesn't mean anything because, as Jesus said in Matthew, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So that's the uh, picture we keep in mind. Sure, the numbers may come and go. Uh, Churches may come and go, Uh, and at the moment, Australia is looking pretty grim indeed in terms of its uh, lack of uh, Christianity, but that doesn't mean God has got off the throne or that he has stopped building his church. He's still at work. In fact, I I love a quote from uh, G.K. Chesterton who spoke to this. He said once that at least five times the faith has to all appearances gone to the dogs. In each of these five cases, it was the dog that died. So, uh, you know, we got to not be premature in declaring the death of Christianity. Sure, the atheists are all excited, and they're looking forward to the last nail in the coffin of the faith. But sorry, it ain't going to happen. What will happen is atheism will well and truly die, uh, and atheists will meet their maker. But Christianity will live on. It will triumph and Christ will be Lord over all. Well, Bill, let me point listeners to this latest article that you've written as a response to the figures that have come out this week. Listeners will be able to find it, Religion and the Australian Census, at billmuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch One Word. Bill, always great insights. Thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. Thanks again. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.